0: Do you want to find joy in being both a parent and a business owner? Then come and play with us here at the Playful Mompreneur podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Tonkin-Smith, and I'm on a mission to help moms to start and grow their own businesses in a way that's as simple and as fun as child's play. Join me as I talk about things like playful productivity, tools and tech, building a special kind of business, a business that supports your desire to be a fully present parent and to have the time and space to truly connect with your kids. You'll also hear from other mompreneurs and some dadpreneurs who are rocking this double gig of parenting and business ownership, with some of them even throwing homeschooling into the mix. Get the inside track on both their struggles and what's working for them. And then use that as inspiration for building your playful business. You ready? Let's play. Hello, hello, playful mompreneurs and playful business owners everywhere. I'm so excited to be talking to you today. And I know I often say that, but today I'm particularly excited because it's been a while have you missed me? I've been away for quite some time. It started with like a holiday and I was away. And then my friends, life happened. Things got, in the words of one of my favorite podcasters and parenting experts, Dr. Becky, highly recommend her podcast, by the way, to all the parents out there, things got tricky. And yes, this last month has been tricky for me. Big tricky thing, was that I contracted COVID. And despite taking all the precautions, yes, I caught this insanely infectious disease. And in my little family of four, I got it the worst. (laughs) But I I was just so grateful also that our extended family did not contract it from us, uh, especially the grandparents. But having COVID, has given me a little bit of time to have some forced rest and relaxation. Not that it's very relaxing, sitting there with a headache and not being able to taste and smell your food, but it's given me time to pause. And the other tricky thing that's come up for my husband and I is that he is changing jobs and it is very exciting. And I say jobs sort of in inverted commas. He's technically a contractor and he has his own company, but he works for one main client. And up to now, the client he's been working for, he's been working four days a week. And then he has Fridays to help me with the boys. He takes care of homeschooling. Now the new job is really an exciting opportunity for him, but it's a full-time gig. Uh, it's still remote work, but it is a five-day-a-week kind of gig so we've been working or should i say rather we've been playing a little bit with our time as he's sort of thought about this job and whether he wanted to accept it or not we've been playing with a few ideas and visions for what we want and in the end He's decided, and we've both decided really, uh, that he should take on this new job and this new challenge. And it's going to mean a change for our family and the way we run things with our homeschool, with our family life. But I'm still so grateful that he's going to be here. You know, he's remote working, so he'll be with us here uh, at, at our home. And, you know, that that for us was a huge Thing that there was a huge criteria, it would have been a deal breaker. He wasn't going to go and work in an office, so the only job that he would accept is a remote first job. And so, interesting some companies are really moving forward with remote first, and others are resisting it completely. They're still maintaining that people need to come to an office, and those ones are just like a straight out no for Garen. So, this job that he has now got looks really ideal for him and it's going to mean a new phase in his career and in our family life so we've got October as his notice period and we're going to be playing with a few ideas and uh, I keep saying playing because that is exactly what we're going to do but as exciting as it is it is tricky and having COVID has been tricky to say the least Uh, just managing the kids and looking after the kids when we've both been sick and we can't then rely on their grandparents who we often do rely on because we've been isolated and in isolation. So things have been really tricky. Also, just uh, working through my book and just working through my manuscript that I've written now, my first draft manuscript, it has felt really tricky and I've been really challenged by it. This is also the reason why I haven't been podcasting is, A, because I've just been feeling terrible (laughs) and the pre-recorded ones that I had had aired and and then I didn't have anything to do, uh, anything more to air. And I thought, you know what, you guys are going to be fine without me for a couple of weeks. I will get back when I'm feeling better. And I am, I'm feeling so much better now, which feels really, really cool. But there's just been so many tricky things. And That's really what I want to talk about in today's episode is what happens in your business when life happens. So when things get tricky, when the storms come, because inevitably they will come. And I think if anything, the last 18 months or what has it been since, since March 2020 and the world really got shut down, it's taught us that life happens, these challenges will come. And so we need to actually just embrace that. So I think when these challenges do come, I think a lot of us go, oh, I need to find better work-life balance. And I've got COVID, for example, I had COVID. And oh, now things are changing with my husband's job. Um, So I I want to find, I think we then seek this idea of work-life balance. And for example, as well, I'm writing the book and it's kind of going, I need to pour in all this work into the book, but I also want to balance it with my life and I want this work-life balance. So I'm sure this work-life balance kind of concept has been something that you've aspired towards. I think for a lot of us business owners, we want to live in balance. We want to live in harmony. But I don't know about you, but for me, it's always seemed very elusive. Work and life tend to get very mixed But then you turn the calendar to March 2020 and, you know, lockdown happened, pandemic happened, and that work-life balance concept almost seemed officially impossible. So where it was elusive and a little bit confusing and just like, am I doing this right? Like you turned over the calendar and just... It's impossible. So I'll just ask you now, how many of these have you experienced? I've shared now some of my experiences just over the last month. But since March 2020, how many of these have you experienced or are currently experiencing now? Uh, National or state lockdowns or stay-at-home orders. The loss of childcare arrangements. um, Supervising online schooling or hybrid schooling. And maybe that happens in a planned way, or maybe it happens when there's a lockdown. Uh, Starting homeschooling. That is something that happened to me. I started homeschooling three weeks before the pandemic and lockdown started. Um, You have family members working from home that weren't working from home before that. And, Yes, it's like, oh my gosh, I never knew that was so irritating. Um and but also you needed to find space to actually do some decent work and to have your Zoom meetings without, you know, background noises and whatnot. As I've shared, illness due to COVID-19. I know many of you have also had COVID and and really the fatigue afterwards is also it's a thing. There's like I I found there was sort of two weeks of Of really intense sickness And our third week of uh, Still feeling not so great I think I'm now in my fourth week And then after that I've heard from others that sort of three months after that And it's not long COVID or anything But it's just that your body has now Gone through something quite Hectic and you need To give it time to recover So I'm planning for that But I must say I'm feeling so much better And I just am so grateful for my health Because of that So with the pandemic, there were cancelled special events, cancelled anticipated holidays that you'd planned, or family milestones that you couldn't celebrate together. You could have experienced the loss of household income. And you could have also experienced the loss of loved ones due to COVID or maybe other reasons, but then you couldn't grieve and um, go through the those sort of uh, very secure kind of grieving processes that I think we can default to in times of grief and loss. This has been a really tough time. Life has happened and happened on a scale. But as life happens with all the bad things and all these like challenging, tricky things, I think a lot of us have also experienced some of the more positive sides of these changes, of this shift that has happened for us. So I'll ask you another question. I'm going to give you another list of things. How many of these have you experienced? A new perspective on on life. I know being ill has given me a new perspective on life in general, but just this whole time has given me a new perspective on life. A new outlook on what's important and what's not important. Suddenly, when everything was taken away, you were like, oh, you know what? I thought that was important, but it's not as important as I thought. Maybe you actually had some space in the schedule because things were cancelled. You suddenly had a lot more space in your schedule. Have you experienced a slowing down of just the pace of life? Have you been surprised by how capable or creative or strong you are in the face of all of these tricky situations that you've been presented with. I've had moments of both, of going, oh my goodness, I'm so fragile, and accepting that and sitting with that. And, oh my goodness, I am so strong that I can actually do hard things. Have you been surprised by how good it is to ask for and to receive help? For me, this was a big one. Of going I need to ask for help I need to actually see what it is that I need right now and again with being ill what I needed was rest and actually lying down on the bed kind of rest although then I found that I got such headaches after lying down for a while and I actually needed a sit-up so then I sat up and did some Netflix binging (laughs) so as you can also hear in my voice like Have you experienced also feeling more grateful, more hopeful, more loving because of the challenges that you face, because of these tricky situations? And yeah, just with that new perspective on life, you may have also come out of this pandemic kind of, maybe we are still in the thick of it, but you know, this new, new shift in perspective with a desire to either start a business or a desire to change the way your business operates. So maybe you've really got a business and you're like, you know what? We need to change things up. And I know that I've emerged from the last 18 months or so with a desire to create a business that supports my best life. So coming back to that work-life balance thing is designing the business not to be in competition. Worth my life, but that my work and my business supports my best life. So if you're in that position now that you're in the same position as me, where you also want to create a business that supports your best life. And understanding that your best life comes along with the tricky things. Your best life is not gonna be minus all the tricky things. In fact, as I've just like asked you those questions, I hope you've seen that like with the tricky stuff comes a lot of insights, comes a lot of new perspectives, comes a lot of new and positive things. So I feel that that in the trickiness is when we do live our best life. And I think a really good business will be able to support your best life. So I think coming back, as I said, to the work-life balance thing, I think let's ditch it. Let's ditch this idea of work-life balance. Let's ditch this idea of a clean line between work and life, between business and life, because that puts them in competition with one another. And I don't think we need to do that. I don't think life and work need to be in competition. I think we can really experience joy and fulfillment in our work and we can set up our work to also be an overflow of the abundance of life and that we are still living our lives doing our greatest and highest work in our businesses as well as when we are living life with our families with our loved ones like looking after ourselves our own self-care I want to mix that all up a little bit and I have two images that come to mind is like sort of the, you know, the, the three cogs, the the smart arts, if you've used smart arts and any of the Microsoft programs, um you've got like work turning, you've got life turning, and then the other cog is your best life turning. So the work and the life cogs turn together, and as they move, they move that big best life cog. So there's that, but I, I also like this image of Making bread. So during the pandemic, a lot of you baked bread. I bake gluten-free bread. So I don't need all the yeast and all that kind of stuff. Just use a lot of eggs. But I picture the work and the life stuff all mixing together to make this beautiful loaf of bread. We can't actually sit the eggs and the yeast and the flour and the, you know, almond flour in my case. And we can't separate those all out. Um, well I mean we we can we can leave them they're separate but then you just got a bunch of ingredients I want to mix them up mix them up so that your work and your life are also more aligned so this is the big question that I want to talk to you about today you can see I've had a lot of time to think so if you want to create this business that supports your best life you say I want to create a business that supports my best life even when things get tricky but how how am I going to do that how am I going to do it in the midst of the trickiness okay so I've got I've got sort of two options let's start with two options that you can that you can use so option one is you can do what I would do uh Naturally, is to wing it. You could totally wing it. And to go, well, you know what? Life is tough. I'm just going to wing it. I'm just going to wait and see. I can't predict anything. I am just going to be here, rock up every day, wake up every morning and then kind of see what I'm going to do. In my business, I'm just going to take any and all opportunities that come my way. I will just guess at something and give it a go and just, you know, go all in and just, just guess i'm not gonna bother planning yo i have been so burnt with planning <laughs> from 2019 i planned 2020 down to the last day complete with people's birthdays and when we were gonna be on holiday and lunar cycles and when i was gonna be launching things and the pre-launch to that i had the whole year planned had a beautiful big planner nice dry erase marker i planned the heck out of 2020 and then 2020 happened and I was like oh, I'm so irritated now so I'm not gonna plan and so that is the other option that you could you could take that other option of of totally controlling it so on the one side you've got wing it on the other side you've got control it and that's what I did at the end of 2019 is I made the super granular plan down to the very last letter I was hyper focused. I really tried to to be so super focused, but I say hyper focused because focus is not bad. Focus is really good. I was just I, I was overdoing it. And I think I was overdoing it beyond my personality. And so you can you can try and be super focused. You can try and also be results driven in this kind of control it. Side of things and have your financial goals and your impact goals, and have all those growth goals that you've set out, and you are really working towards that result and that result only. So, can you see there's two almost opposite approaches here in the face of trying to create this business that supports your best life? On the one hand, so let's call it your left hand. On the left side, we have Wing It. And on the right-hand side, we have control it. Try and take control of everything. Plan the future. Okay. So you've got these two extremes. And what I want to say to you today is that in the middle of the spectrum is the nice, happy medium, the happy middle. You've got this sweet spot in the middle of these, these two extremes. And that, of course, my friends, is Play it. So you can choose to wing it, you can choose to control it, or in the middle, you can choose to play it. Because I believe that playfulness and playing in your business brings the best of winging it, being spontaneous, all of those kinds of things, and all the structure and the security of a good plan. It brings it together, it gives you a light focus. Just something that you're not like completely, you know, flying, yeah, uh, what's the word? Well, let your wing in it, you know, and and that you're completely untethered. Um, But it gives you this light focus that you are working towards something that's got a greater impact. Because I think if we're stuck in this wing in it kind of approach, you can start to feel like purposeless. You can start to feel like, your work doesn't matter if you don't have a vision. And, and that's also, you're not results driven, but instead you're vision driven when you play in it. So you've got this overall vision of where you want to be, but it's a light focus. And almost the steps, you kind of have some plans of how you want to get to that vision, but that vision is broad enough that you could go a different route. That if you didn't follow the exact steps that you had in your plan, That you could get there another way. If something else kind of, you know, some serendipitous opportunity crossed your path. When you're playing it, you also are clear on the object of your game. So when you're playing a game, you're not just, you know, completely with no rules. If you think of a sports game, there are boundaries, there are rules, there are parameters in which you play that game. Otherwise, it's not going to be much fun. So... So, when you're playing, you still have a measure of rules, but they are your rules. In a playful business, they are your rules and your rules only. You decide whether you want to, you know, I mean, if we're going to compare it to kids, if you were going to play with Duplo blocks, or if you're going to play a game of soccer, or if you are going to do a puzzle, or if you're going to play with your farm animals, or if you're going to go and do some creative drawing, whatever. You define what game you are playing when you're playing it. So you define your business and what you really want out of your business. And then you experiment and you reflect. So you conduct these experiments in sort of time boxes and then you reflect because you're not going to get the answers from a book or from a course or from some kind of guru on your game. You need to invent these rules yourself, but you need to be able to reflect. So you're experimenting, but then you must reflect because otherwise you're just winging it. If you're just experimenting, you're just trying a whole bunch of different things out, but you're never looking back at what worked or what didn't work and how did this kind of period of my life play out. Then you're just winging it and then you are going to feel purposeless. But if you reflect on what happened, Um, on what you tried, on how you played the game, then you can go, okay, we're going to adjust the rules. We're going to choose a different game. At that point of reflection, you can actually find the answers from within yourself. So that is what I'm now calling my business approach spectrum with wing it on the one side, control it on the other side, and the sweet spot in the middle is to play it. And by all means, you're going to be taking little, you know, it's a spectrum. So in some cases, you're going to be like, you know what, let's just totally wing this. Uh, Or let's really like shift it towards the winged side. And in other times, you're going to go, you know what, I need some more structure in this. I need some accountability. I'm going to build in processes and systems. And so you're going to dial it more towards the control side. But I think the idea is you literally are going to be playing with that and you're not going to go to those extremes because in that beautiful middle is kind of where you want to be on average and that's really the essence of play in, in a business. Now all of this thinking has got me reevaluating this particular podcast even and my mission and vision here of what I am being called to do here on this podcast and I feel like it's broader than a message just for mompreneurs and so one of the principles that I am going to be discussing in my book is just try it on okay so to be playful in business sometimes you just need a Like you would go to a clothing store and you go and find a dress that you like, um, or maybe it's a pair of pants and you go, oh, I I don't quite know if that style will suit me, but let me just try it on. So I'm going to walk the talk here because I feel that this message about building a business to support your best life and being playful about it is something quite revolutionary. It's something quite different to the way you would definitely learn it at business school. It is something that is just stepping a little bit more into our feel, into our family life, into our personal life, and mixing the personal and the professional a little bit more. So what I'm trying to emphasize is that I'm going to be changing the name of this podcast from the Playful Mompreneur to the Playful Business Revolution. I should have left some space for a drum roll there. Okay, drum roll, please. The Playful Business Revolution. There we go. That was better. So I'd like to try that on for size. I'd love you to send me an email if you're listening to this at podcast at Let me know what you think of the idea because i'm starting to just feel this energy around the concept of being playful in business is something that everyone can benefit from and if you want to build a business that supports your best life whether you're a mom whether you're a dad whatever your situation is in life life happens for all of us and we need to we need to set ourselves up to deal with when, when life happens when things get tricky And I really believe that the best strategy to employ then is to get playful about your life and business. And in my book, which I really do believe I'm going to be calling, (laughs) it's had so many title changes, I really believe I'm going to be calling it The Playful Business Revolution. And I will be going through The Playful Business Manifesto of how you can actually play in your business, of what you need to prioritize, sort of values and principles that you need to apply in your business. If you want a playful business, if you want to create a business that supports your best life, even when things get tricky. So that's what I am so excited to share with you today today. I have just loved, actually, this whole little process of recording this podcast episode. So far, I've done it in one take. I'm going to go back and edit it and just check if it's any good. But I believe that 2020 and beyond is asking us to change the way we set up our businesses. It's not all about the business. It's about life. And and business is life. So... If you're with me on that, if you want to create a business that supports your best life, even when things get tricky, then send me an email and just say, yes, I'm in. I love that idea. I'd love to hear from you, uh, especially after this bit of a break. Or go and look for me on Instagram at Shelley Smith Creative. I'll leave links to all of that in the show notes where you can contact me and whatnot. And for now, go and get playful. Go and play around with your business play around with life get playful about it and you'll find the answers through play thanks so much for joining me today i will see you next week bye that's the end of our mompreneur play date today but come again soon subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts but the best way to make sure that you don't miss an episode And to get free bonus content is to get onto the Playful Mompreneur email list at PlayfulMompreneur.com. That's also where you'll find the show notes for today's episode. So head to PlayfulMompreneur.com and sign up there. And then playing is even more fun with friends, right? So please share the Playful Mompreneur podcast with all your Mompreneur friends by sending them over to PlayfulMompreneur.com. Or tell them to search The Playful Mompreneur on Apple Podcasts or wherever they listen to podcasts. You can also help me to spread the word by leaving a favorable review on Apple Podcasts. I'd absolutely love that. Thanks so much for tuning in, spreading the word, and most of all, being playfully and wonderfully you. Now it's time to go off and be a playful mompreneur.